Hello and welcome to Core Sampler, the podcast where we drill into the Sitecore community to bring you insights into the work talented people are doing every day on the Sitecore Experience platform. Whether you're a developer, a marketer, or both, we're glad you're here. Welcome to the Get to Know an MVP podcast. My name is Nicole Montero, and today I would like to introduce you to Sitecore Technology MVP, Camrus Jaman. Welcome, Camrus. Hey, Nicole. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And it's nice to connect with you again virtually this time since we met in SugCon uh, Europe. So, Camrus, please introduce yourself to the Sitecore community for those that don't know you. Hey, everyone. So, my name is Camrus Jaman. Uh, I currently live in Ottawa in Canada but uh, originally from uh, London in the UK. Uh, some of you probably know me as Jamican from within the community. Uh, I've been working with Sitecore since 2009, and I have been an MVP since 2013. And this is my 10th year as an MVP, and it's always been in the technology category. Wow, congratulations on being a 10-time Sitecore MVP. That is amazing. So tell us a little bit about when you joined the Sitecore community and about that whole journey. Uh, so I first started working with Sitecore around 2000, end of 2009. Um, but I think my first attendance to a Sitecore user group was actually in 2011. Uh, uh, me and a couple of other colleagues had driven over from Folkestone in the UK or cross over to Bristol. And um, I still remember the session actually. We actually went and saw Mike Edwards, uh, who was the, the original creator of Glassmapper, uh, present. And uh, I remember a few of the other cycle folks at the uh, at the meetup as well. Like Kimberly McCabe was working for Cycle in the UK at the time, and I remember meeting her for the site first time. And yeah, slowly from there, I started to get a you know attend a few more user sessions, get a bit more uh, involved online and in the chat on Twitter and uh, back in the community forums back in the day. If I remember what they were called <laughs> called at that time, um, but yeah, just just slowly and surely, just getting a little bit more involved with the community at large. Great. So you were first introduced to Sitecore 2009. Then you started, you know, getting more and more involved in the community around 2011. So you've been part of the community for a while. What do you find the most appealing in the Sitecore community? Uh, the people and the knowledge sharing. Um, I remember when I first started, it was in a Sitecore. Uh, a few of us joke about it, but you know, the, the community was the documentation uh, back then. You know, the documentation wasn't as good as it is nowadays. Uh, so you were always learning so much from other members of the community who were figuring out internals of, you know, how can I do this in cycle? How can I do that? And then sharing that knowledge and then connecting with those people to, you know, further your own knowledge and, and so eventually being able to share my own knowledge as well and being encouraged to do so as well. And it was quite a small and tight knit community. Uh, so. As soon as you start talking to a few people, you're like, oh, okay, I, I know this person from online, I know that other person from online. You go meet them at the user groups. Uh, if uh, you had a problem, you might be discussing it with somebody online, and then, you know, hey, you're going to have a meetup, and then you can kind of, they can, they can kind of help you out a bit more. 
Uh, and obviously making those personal connections does obviously help even when you're talking online, right? Yeah, definitely. And I agree the people is really what makes this community so special. Um, so, you know, being an MVP is not an easy journey. Um, I'm sure there's surprising things you learned about yourself throughout becoming an MVP. Do you want to you know, speak a little bit about that. I guess what's something surprising you learned about yourself while becoming an MVP? Yeah, I think that like most people within the technology and development sphere, um, I, I'm not a natural extrovert, right? I, but mm. uh, I am very introverted. Um, although, you know, meet, people meeting me now might not necessarily think that, but I, I, I still am very much an introvert, probably, especially with people I don't really know. Uh, so I think that, that really did help. Uh, helped me when I was becoming an MVP to be able to, you know, put myself out there with knowledge that I think would be useful and I think would be good, but I don't really know. Um, being given the opportunity uh, to present at uh, user groups and conferences, uh, that's definitely not something I ever saw myself doing. Uh, I don't, I don't, I still, you know, we all, I still get a bit of stage fright. Yeah, that doesn't mm-hmm. matter how many times I've presented. I think we all do. There, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, to, to, to the people outside you, they still think, oh, you know, it, it comes very naturally. It doesn't. Right. It's a lot of practice in the background. And mm-hmm. then, you know, being, getting over that fear of, you know, being presenting in front of people, just in the knowledge that, you know, what you are sharing is good information and helpful information. And feedback from the community has always helped to reinforce that as well. So the more you do that, the more feedback that you get, the more reinforcement you get, the, it becomes slightly easier, I'd say, each and every right. time. And um, yeah, also sharing knowledge. I, I, I had, I think before becoming an MVP, uh, well, during my journey of becoming an MVP, I'd never written a blog post in my life. I'd never really shared anything online, never shared anything with others. I'd never shared anything with the peers. Uh, I'd read a lot of lots of blog posts from other Cypher MVPs that were like immensely helpful. So when I started writing stuff, I'm like, oh, I don't know how this is going to be taken. Is it actually mm-hmm. useful information? Is it not useful information? But you kind of realize after a little while that everything is useful information to somebody. Uh, and again, being given that feedback that, hey, this really helped me. You know, it's, it's actually very, very motivational and uh, very rewarding in, its, in itself. Awesome. And, you know, I, I think it's good that you point out, yeah, there are a lot of introverts in this community. And even hearing from someone like yourself, who, as you say, many may not think that you are an introvert um, or that you ever get scared of public speaking. Um, it, it's good to hear that from you because as a 10 times psych MVP, you know, people may think the contrary. So, so it's, it's yeah, good to hear that. <laughs> Presenting <laughs> for, shortly for, at uh, Symposium 2022. I know, um, I saw yes. that, yeah. So, yeah, even for that, we've been practicing and I'm like, oh, I hope it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And I guess, like, what are some of your tips for for introverts in the community who want to start putting themselves out there, but, you know, they they feel nervous about that, whether it's writing a blog post or public speaking or connecting with people at a user group? What what, what are some tips? So with things like blog posts, just go ahead and do it. It's it's your blog post. It's your thoughts. It's your learning. It's your perspective on something. Right. Don't let other people tell you that it's, it's good or bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's your thoughts on doing something. And it's not always 
and you also learn, right? So I posted things and somebody else has then come along and said, hey, did you think about doing it like this? Or did you try this? Or did you try this other thing? It's also a good learning experience for yourself, but don't just take it as I have to share something. There's also a good way of doing a feedback uh, loop. Uh, for presenting, um, I recommend, again, just if you have a local user group available, uh, go and attend, you, you know, just meet the community at large. Uh, get yourself comfortable. Uh, you'll go there and you'll see that other people are just like you and they're just also on that same same kind of journey. We're all on the same journey, just at different stages of that journey. And present. You know, if you can, uh, you have a topic that you think will be useful, just present it at your local user group. There'll be a smaller community. If you've been there a few times, it'll be, you know, there'll be people you know, and that in itself will make it more comfortable. Uh, you know, you'll see the familiar faces in the crowd, you know, so you can then just focus on those faces if you start to get nervous. Uh, there'll be, there'll be fr friendly faces and, uh, you, you know, they'll be there to support you as well. Uh, there's also obviously a lot of online uh, user groups as well. So you can mm -hmm. also practice, practice using methods like that. And if you, obviously even before that, those uh, presentations, if you get, if you are nervous, practice in front of colleagues, in front of family, or reach out to somebody else in the community and say, Hey, do you mind if I, uh, could you, do you mind if I, if I present it with you online? Uh, I'd be happy to, I, I personally would be happy to do that with people. They are nervous and just wanted somebody to, to present it to before, before an event. Awesome. Awesome advice. Yeah, I agree. Don't overthink it, just do it. And yeah. you know, it'll get easier as, as you start putting yourself out there more and more. So as a 10 times like MVP, I have to keep saying that because it's a huge achievement. <laughs> <laughs> what advice do you have for someone who would like to be an MVP? Uh, so again, just, just go, just start your journey somewhere. Everybody has to start it. And I think the biggest hurdle is making that first step, you know, writing that first blog post, making that first presentation at a user group, uh, sharing that first bit of knowledge. Uh, just keep sharing, keep answering, uh, answer questions, you know, write blog posts, uh, present at user groups if you can, uh, join the Cycle Slack community, help people within that community. You can uh, ask questions and answer questions on Cycle Stack Exchange. Uh, that's another great way of sh sharing uh, knowledge and helping other people who don't want to jump into blog posts, for example. Uh, it's also actually also a great learning experience. Uh, I, I, I used to be extremely, extremely active on Cycle, uh, on Stack Overflow before Cycle uh, Stack Exchange was around. And it was a great way of learning uh, even for yourself when you're helping others. Uh, but yeah, just get yourself out there, make the, make the first leap and then just keep repeating that every month, right? Just keep setting yourself little targets to say, I need to release a blog post every month or two blog posts every month or whatever that is. Um, and just keep doing that. Be consistent throughout the year. Uh, don't, don't just wait till September, October and think, oh no, the MVP application is going to open in November. So I've got to get really active now. Just keep right. doing little bits throughout the entire year. Uh, and then it won't feel like work or feel rewarding just to write the blog posts, share the knowledge, be involved in those uh, user groups that the MVP award will all, almost feel like a bit of a byproduct from uh, doing the things you enjoy. And what kind of opportunities has being a long-time MVP provided you with? So the MVP community itself is obviously 
that much smaller than the cycle community itself uh, as, a, as a whole. Uh, so being able to connect with my peers, my other fellow MVPs has been amazing. Being given access to people within cycle to provide feedback, to get feedback, to get insights into what's happening with the product, uh, getting early releases has been amazing, right? Being able to see where the roadmap is going and also being able to influence that roadmap with, hey, have you have you thought about this? Have you thought about doing this other thing? Being given the early releases to go and kind of road test some of those new features and providing feedback on those has been in a, has been amazing. My, I still remember my first MVP summit that I went to. It was in Barcelona in 2014. So I think that was, um, as an opportunity, that was, that was just crazy for me. Being able to go and meet MVPs that I'd been learning so much from. I, I was, I was starstruck myself there, being able to meet all those people that I'd been reading their blog posts on. They were longtime MVPs themselves. Being, there and meeting John West at the time, right? And taking a selfie right. with John West. Uh, it was just like, oh, wow, it's John West, you know? And then being in a room full of other MVPs during the summit, I was just like, wow, but all, these, all, this, all this knowledge in one right. in one room. All the, all the hard work paid off. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So Cameron's finally here. What is your message to the Sitecore community? So the Sitecore, my message to the Sitecore community is uh, keep sharing. Uh, it's an amazing community. It's uh, so much sharing that has been going on with the new direction of uh, Sitecore and Headless and Composable. I think it's uh, more important than ever that we continue to share. Uh, we continue to share our knowledge. We continue to help other people learn and help other people grow uh, in their journey with new composable world. Great. Awesome message. Well, Cameras, thank you so much for sharing your Sitecore MVP story with us today. It was great having you. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Next time you hear me, we will be getting to know another Sitecore MVP. Until then, cultivate the community.